It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. And away we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee and Cluck Show. Nice to have you along here this evening, today, this morning, whatever. Whatever time of day you choose to listen to this, I guess that's on you. But you can find every episode in case you're running behind. Head over to jlnkshow.com and we ask, please, if you enjoy this podcast, share the good word with friends, like-minded individuals. Whether you enjoy it at lunchtime, in the evening, or maybe after midnight with a glass of wine in the nude. We'd prefer if you didn't uh, share it with people of any sort of, uh, in anyone in a respectable position. Uh, basically, this is for scumbags like us. So if you're a scumbag like us, welcome to the show, yo. Welcome to the show. What are we going to learn today uh, on the podcast? We're going to find out what golden penis syndrome is. <laughs> We're going to find out what the top five male sex fantasies are. We're going to find out how to get your partner to watch pornography with you. We're going to put two words together that are going to horrify every man. And uh, then, of course, we've got the uh, worst person on the planet. This is going to be a very dick-heavy episode of Here's Your Freaking oh, Podcast. because there's uh, The, the dick-heavy episodes are always the best. There's, this is uh, primarily everything that we have in the podcast today revolves around right here. Not so much up here or all the way down here, but more like right here. Right, right in the dick area. Mm. That's where today's podcast is headed. It's where it's going to hit you, Warren. Right in the cock. Here we go. How do you get rid of an unwanted boner in 30 seconds, according to a doctor? I just try to focus on something really far away. Like what? The cosmos? <laughs> no, like if there's like a coal sign off in the distance or something like way far away, something out the window. Your dad who went out for milk <laughs> and never came back? <laughs> no, like intensely focusing on something that's not, you know turning you on you could be at the gym you could be at work you could be a little kid sitting in class you've all every single one of us have had some sort of inappropriate boner right actually any venue could be a boner inappropriate venue if you uh if your thoughts tend to drift like well everybody else's rather than panic when you find yourself with an unwanted erection there's actually something you can do about it Okay, and it should only take... Feverishly beat it into submission. <laughs> it only takes 30 seconds to beat yeah, it down. Yeah, that was my first uh, first answer, but I, I thought better of it. According to this doctor, it's all a matter of blood flow. We know that. And what? It can be handled with the simple act of flexing. <laughs> no, because then I'm at full flex and I'm aroused. Ooh. That's an aggressive state to be in. Hey, I, ah! I like this. I like this doctor because she gives us the benefit of the doubt. Oh, it's a she doctor. When you flex, when you tense a muscle, she says, especially a large one, blood flow will be directed towards the muscle. Then it stands to reason that if the blood will be directed away from your muscle and towards your legs, arm, butt, whatever... Yeah, but if you're sitting down, which is what most inappropriate boners happen, all of a sudden you see somebody's legs stick out, they all tense up, you're like, what are you doing, Dale? What's going on over there? You need to flex another muscle group so that the blood will then travel there. So, so, so if that is happening, I don't know, which way to the <laughs> weight room? If you do that kind of shit... <laughs> Uh, it'll rectify the situation. For most guys, this will give a remedy that takes the situation away in less than 30 seconds. <laughs> and she does say, medically speaking, if this is a problem for you, then visit a doctor. 
It might be in order. You might have some issues going on that might range from uh, some uh, fluctuating testosterone, stress, even something as simple as wearing pants that are too tight. It's these damned silk boxers that leave me constantly aroused. I thought stress was like the opposite of a boner. I thought that's what did that that hurt. I, yeah, I don't think it causes an erection because if if it did, we'd all be I don't know maybe hard all the time. Hey, maybe stress is your thing. Is that what gets you here, jollies? Huh? <laughs> I like to have a little bit of fear rolling through my bl- my blood. <laughs> Just flex it all out. All right, golden penis syndrome. It is ruining dating for women. Now, I think golden penis syndrome is a good thing, right? It sounds very nice. Golden penis sounds like the first place penis. Ask most single women and they'll tell you. This is from the New York Post. Ask most single women and they'll tell you that dating this day and age is terrible. And a new report suggests men are the reason for it. What did we do? Men are suffering from what is called golden penis syndrome. The term reportedly coined at Sarah Lewis College, recently used by a journalist. It's been out all night huffing paint. It's got that little ring around his mouth. Yeah, he's, he's they're like, like oh, yeah, that's a fucking telltale fuck. sign of a huffer, you idiot. I'm fucking hammered. GP, uh, GPS, golden penis syndrome, stems from the arrogance men have assumed, uh, have assuming there will be a constant supply of females sexually interested in them because there are fewer men than women who go to college. So the men that do go to college now are in high demand. This is the opposite oh, from the olden days. Well, I was going to say, it used to be a man who was like, there's not a whole lot of women to come by around these parts. Right, because when you and I were in college, it was mostly dudes. We had moldy penis syndrome because <laughs> nobody wanted to be around that thing. Yeah, dusty penis yeah. syndrome. Yeah, she's like, oh, there's loads of other penises here besides this one. She's like, the problem I have with your penis is who it's attached to. I'm going to move it along. Right. Okay. Men who suffer from golden penis syndrome are more likely to cheat and ghost women because they aren't worried that there won't be others that aren't interested in them. They're also most likely to put in less effort in their physical appearance. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, this hey. sounds like we missed our. I missed my moment, man. Yeah, I could have been a fat schlub all all college. This would have been our chance to shine. They say they even put less performance and less effort into their sex because of the same reason. We're seeing a generation of young men who think they're Adam Driver or Michael B. Jordan. Of course, it's not about them. It's the ratio. Uh, Says this dude who wrote the book, Date Anomics, How Dating Became a Lopsided Numbers Game. When men are in undersupply, the dating culture becomes less monogamous. Men are more likely to treat women as sex objects and treat relationships as disposable. He also hey, fuck those guys out there who get to behave this way. He also warns that any woman who wants to settle down to watch out for these golden penis syndrome men, especially if you're in your late 30s or 40s, never married and good looking with good jobs. He knows these men are having too much fun playing the field than settling for you. I thought golden penis syndrome would have been like a like, hey, you want to come back to my place and see a golden penis? That's right. Like, my- I do. Yes, I, yes, sir. I put all my retirement money into that. <laughs> I have a golden penis. <laughs> I got my Roth IRA, my 401k, and my golden penis to take care of me. Don't you mean you're age. getting a golden parachute? No. Nope, no, I'm getting nope. a gold, golden penis right, right in the keister, probably, when I'm done. All right, top five male sex fantasies. What are they? Number one's got to be threesome. It is. Number one is threesome. This one is tops. Not even close. Both men. Oh. And women? And women. See, I don't think this is the case, because if it was, it'd be fucking super easy to hook up a three-way. 
Well, I'm assuming that with women, it's probably two dudes. Ah, there's where you get me. Always a loophole. Always a loophole. For some, it's the desire to be desired by multiple people. For others, it's about being overwhelmed. <laughs> There's so many dicks. I was going to say, I've seen videos like that on the internet. They don't look like fun. It's like, it's like she's playing a one-man band. It's like... Like all that poor woman on that couch. Oh, man. Overwhelmed with dick. <laughs> hey, no, that, that word only works if it's if it's men on women. Nobody's ever been overwhelmed with pussy. It's always no. there are so many dicks. <laughs> they're, they're everywhere. Some just want to recreate what they've seen in porno. That's why they want a threesome. If you're going to bring this up to your partner, you better make it a yes or no proposition, they said. Oh, I was going to say be prepared to be laughed at. No, no, no. They say it'd be wise not to make it a yes or no proposition. Instead, try talking about the fantasy and what the two of you like, don't like about it. You might not get a three-way, but it could turn into some mutual interest porn-watching evenings while... You find out about what gets each other going. I'll find out how to get them to watch porn here in a couple of minutes. Um, second biggest uh, fantasy. Uh, I can't even think of a second one. There's just the one. Well, I don't know. BDSM is number two. Oh, really? Uh, bondage and sadomasochism. I thought that was kind of easy to get into. Like, you start easy, and then you gradually like, kind of work your way up. Yeah, you get into that weird rope and leather thing. Yeah. You're like, whoa, look at this. This, this is crazy. Like, you know, let's, some fun nipple clamps, you like, move on from there. You're like, watch this. It's the cat's cradle. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking the dog here. <laughs> like, that's a yo-yo, you dumb son of a bitch. You use a yo-yo as a BDSM gateway? Yeah, she didn't pick up on it. I don't understand. I went around the world and she didn't even think anything of it. Ooh, it's a spider's web. <laughs> you know how many recesses I gave the dog up? Again. You know how many recesses I gave up to learn this shit? Uh, they say talking about your kinks can be embarrassing for some. It takes trust to get them out. I've learned that talking about that stuff outside of a bedroom setting, I w- fucking no way. You're Ain't gonna happen. Making dinner, you're like, you know, I'll stick it later. Does BDSM mean anything to you? Uh, they say try using some props in the room, like using ties or scarves as restraints, blindfolds, and then find out what the boundaries are, and then what have fun playing and exploring. Carrot top, what? He's What's got it? like that big trunk of toys. Yeah, it's like, hey, here we go. Honka, honka, wah. It's a Hooters application. <laughs> There's a big Aerosmith song playing in the background. You're like, this sex is great. <laughs> <laughs> All I remember about Carrot Top show is that he held up a big, huge, huge piece of wood with two holes. He goes, "It's a Hooters application," and I lost my shit when I was a kid. I'm like, "Wow!" Hey, I don't, I don't care what anybody says. Carrot Top is one of the best shows you'll ever see. It's so much fun. It's high energy and it's a great time. It's really funny. I think last time I was in Vegas, it was like a hundred bucks to go see him, and I thought, "Oh shit!" All right, he's really a fun show. All right, male fantasies number three. Hmm. I'm not going to make a guess anymore because you're not, <laughs> I'm you're clearly, not doing good. My, my imagination station has run has run dry. Right. Uh, public outdoors. Okay. This is another popular one, but doing it can be awkward if someone doesn't share your comfort levels when it comes to risk. The third most popular male sex fantasy. Plus, the public thing always runs the risk of you getting in actual trouble for it. Oh, yeah. Which I understand that's the thrill, but at the same time, like... I mean, if you're like a guy working at, I don't know, like a regular job, that's fine. But, I mean, if it comes up a conversation and my wife would be like, hey, you know what we should do? We should have public sex. I'm like, 
No, because Jason Lee, I fucking radio go, host, yeah. podcaster, busted. Yeah, I go into the and newspaper. I, and then I would get on the show and be like, I fucking knew it. I always knew he was a weirdo. Yeah. I should have connected the sides. You he was, know, he was I, talking about sex on a podcast every week. He couldn't get enough of it. How many times when a you know a local news guy ends up doing something wrong that then everybody talks about it? Oh yeah, it's because everybody knows who it is. Uh, if you're going to do it, start someplace that feels safe, like in front of your living room window or a balcony. That's the that's the last place I would probably do it. I thought a hotel room with the window open may yeah. have been a safer way to go, like a high rise in a, in a city somewhere. Right. Yeah, like a, 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 a hotel in another city, not yeah. in your fucking living room where the neighbors are walking by. <laughs> the dog walkers. Yeah, because guess what nobody ever said? They look in your front window and you're doing it in the living room. They're like, I wonder who that is. <laughs> you fucking know who it is. Yep. It's my house. Isn't that the same guy I saw peeing outside drunk last weekend? <laughs> it is. What does it say, buddy? Well, that guy walks his dog by our house every day. Well, he's walking the dog right now, all right. Masturbation is the fourth most common uh, top five male sexual fantasies. Explain that one, because it feels like it, if you could just do it all the time, no problem. It's no fantasy there. This fantasy is way up there. People have difficulty sharing it with their partners. Simply find a way to flirtatiously say how you want to manually pleasure them or be pleasured by them. Oh, so it's hand jobs. Yeah. Boo! Boo this man! Get out of here with your old-timey old timey things. What am I, 15, riding my BMX bike down to the girl's house again? Oh, man. Whoa, this one's extreme. Top- a, a hand job. Way to church it up called masturbation. How about a handy while I'm here? Top five male sex fantasies. Number five is what? Well, shit, after the last one, I'm not even sure. I just want to see if you could spit this one out. Hey, forced sex. While there's nothing sexual about non-consensual sex, it's still oh. a fantasy with many people. Yeah, that's a difficult one to, to rig up. You're like, so I got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> I know they, you want it, but let's pretend that you don't. Uh, it says, if you're going to play around with this one, you best have a detailed conversation about your fantasies, your fears, your concerns, and your boundaries. You do not. Want to get caught in a situation where your fantasy ends up not being nearly as consensual as you thought it was. See, Trevor Bauer, right? That was that was part of his thing. If you're both not 100% sure about it, it's best if you just keep it a fantasy. Hey, even if that was my thing, if I knew that was a thing and that became my thing, and I would never say it out loud. I don't even think you can utter that word. Mm-hmm. You're like... I know, I know we've been married for a very long time, and I thought maybe we could, uh, you know, try some new things. Oh, you mean like what? You know how like you, maybe doing it in front of the living room window? Well, kind of. You know how you usually don't want it? Well, what if you were to pretend that it was like the usual thing, but you were to kind of want it? What if you were? What if we pretended I was way stronger than you? <laughs> She'd be like, well, no. that is a fantasy. <laughs> no, I don't think I got I, I wouldn't even dare. All right, tips to get your partner to enjoy pornography with you. According maybe, to a new uh, survey. You know you do? Maybe you leave a browser, a, a nice, a casual, nothing terrible, but like a light browser window open, and then see what the reaction is. Oh, you've seen me watching completely vanilla sex on the internet. According to a new survey, 76% of couples are comfortable watching porn together. That's three out of four. That leaves the other 24% wondering how they can make it happen in their bedroom. Here's what the experts say. If you want to... That means almost three out of four of us are, all, are, are already hooked up and we're all in? Does that mean individual people or does that mean like... 
three out of four couples. I think I'm a lot cooler with it than my wife is. I'm not even. My wife won't even acknowledge that porno exists. But there's a there's a real reach, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm cooler with porn than my wife. Says every fucking guy. <laughs> I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Ease into it, they say. If you're in that 24%, you have to ease into it. It could be starting with a conversation that that says, hey, I heard on the radio, or hey, I heard on a podcast, 76% of couples watch porn together. And then they stress, do not start with the heavy stuff. Oh, the the choke stuff? Is she even is she conscious? No, 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 not no, but she'll come back around in a few minutes. Don't worry about it. That's why they have the smelling salts on the nightstand. Do not start with the heavy stuff. Instead, find a mainstream movie with a particular scene that gets your loins churning and the build up from there. Timing is everything, they say. Signs of the lambs, like I does the wiener tuck. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it. No, no, that's not what I was talking about. That's not the same thing. They say timing is everything. If she's having a crappy day. <laughs> hey, if she's having a bad day, don't bust it. Be like, you want to watch some porno? <laughs> say it's probably not the right time to suggest it. <laughs> oh, you lost your job. You got plenty of time to watch a porno now. <laughs> they also say don't bring it up when you're already in the bedroom and things start to get physical. It could put too much pressure on things. That seems super offensive. Hey. You know, while we're doing this, it would be great if we watched porno together. <laughs> so if you can't bring oh, it up that, outside if she's had a bad day, you can't bring it up inside the bedroom when things are headed that direction. What are you supposed to bring it up? Um, he said in a very high, wondrous voice. <laughs> hey, why don't you tell me we're supposed to watch porno? I don't see another opportunity to present it. I haven't picked the right window, but I can fucking tell you like 19 wrong windows to bring it up. Um, what do you say? I pop out this copy of Grand Theft Auto and pop it a little porno. Tips oh. to get your partner to enjoy some porn with you. They say, why? I think enjoy is the key word there. They say, give clues as to why it interests you, whether it's new positions, insight into what will get her going, or learn a few tricks for yourself. Oh, you're like, oh, we could be better if we, you know, I could get better if maybe if we watch porno together. You have to communicate. Talk about it before you do it, and after you do it, keep interested. Uh... And how watching the experience makes you feel and what you're getting from it or not. Know the boundaries. You need to set some ground rules. Whoa. Hey, <laughs> like how often will you have a porn date? Can you watch porn without the other one present? What genres or fetishes are strictly off limits? Oh, Hey, guess what? I'm not gonna. We're not gonna talk about it. No, you know we'll just fumble along, but we're not gonna talk about it. Yeah, I'll let her lead. I'm like, why don't you tell me when you've been grossed out too much? <laughs> when we get to just before it turns your stomach, that's when you <laughs> say stop. <laughs> hey, we're gonna go until you fucking tap out of this shit. <laughs> I want your opinion of me as a person to have changed. I wish I could remember the comedian that I saw a couple of months ago that said during the pandemics he and his wife, because I would love to give him credit because it was so funny that he and his wife started started doing just this during uh, the pan- during the quarantine. And he said one night his, his wife says, well, why don't you just pick? He says, oh, no, 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 no. I'm far more advanced than you've ever dreamed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't want to see what it is when I get to choose. 
And the final tip to get your partner to enjoy some pornography with you. No. It's very possible she won't go for it. <laughs> hey, the last tip we're going to give you is that there's no fucking chance the other four are going to happen. I like how they say it's very possible, or it's incredibly possible yeah. that she will not go for it. If she says, no way, Jose. But, but see, the first thing was 74% of couples do. so they, The odds are in your favor. But at the same time, they're like, don't expect this to happen for you. But they're probably not. Maybe because if you're not watching porno with your significant other now, it's pro- you're probably in that 24%. If she says, no way, Jose, then you need to be a big boy and accept her decision and move on, according to AskMen.com. Call me in the garage! Being gross! Leave me alone. All right, these two words are rough. I had no idea this was a thing. Penis rot. Oof. Is that what you're into, Warren? Huh? Is that what you're into? <laughs> that was actually the name of my metal band in college. Penis rot. While on a safari trip, an unnamed Dutch man ran into the worst luck you could possibly run into. He was sitting on a toilet doing his business when what? Spider? A cobra. Oh. You can guess what happened next. It bit his tallywhacker. The man was forced to wait for three hours before he could be flown to a trauma center. How big is this fucking toilet that he didn't see a cobra coiled up in it? I don't know. Uh, the closest uh, place he could seek medical attention was 220 miles away. The injury was described, oh boy, got him on the genitals. And because of the lapse in treatment, he got rot. What does that mean? Rot, penis rot, like it was dying. The the muscles and the skin and everything was dying. Dead tissue, dying, rot, it was rotting. <laughs> Stop saying that looking at me. Rot, rot, rot. His pecker was rotting. So it just shriveled up and withered and died? Oh, boy. Uh, they say the good news is the oh, rot... there's good news. The rot didn't complete. Doctors were able to remove all of the dead tissue from his dong and then graft skin. But now his penis looks like a skeleton key. They're hoping that he will eventually make a full recovery. Yeesh. Rot. Penis rot. <laughs> Stop. Stop. I'm going to tap up like I've had enough. All right. Here's the uh, here's the worst person on the planet. We'd like to introduce you to Amy. Amy Cups. Cups with a K. Oh. K, uh, Amy has an OnlyFans account. She's very open about her love of hooking up with those that are already married. She loves being the homewrecker. Hmm. Amy says she's not picky either. She enjoys the company of men and women as long as somebody else has already put a ring on them. Mm, I could see how this would make her the... Uh, it seems very spiteful. Yeah, the 30, object of the internet's ire. The 32-year-old North Carolina woman uh, says it's all very simple. Married guys offer all the fun, none of the commitment. I would say uh, maybe a little bit of fun and none of the commitment. I don't think most married guys are really all that much fun, are they? She adds that men who are married tend to look to fill a void that isn't being filled by their current partner. Amy says, that's where I <clears throat> come in. She's not watching porno with me like I had hoped she would. Amy, what is your tolerance for gross? <laughs> she said, filling that void has now become a serious turn on for her. The thrill isn't just the men either. She says the women she's been with have sexual and emotional voids that need filling too. Much more than the men do. 
It's not like she doesn't know what she's talking about with this stuff. She says that she, too, was once married and knows what it's like. She just loves the thrill of being someone's mistress and the possibility of wrecking their home. Oh, she also likes giving them everything they want. Oh, That's pretty good. All right, so there's a trade. Yeah. Well, I don't have a house anymore, and I can't see my kids only two weekends a month, but I got everything I wanted. She says, uh, when they've already married, there's none of that boring stuff that goes into it, like talking about who pays the bills or taking out the garbage. In the end, the adrenaline rush, knowing that she could possibly break up a home and a marriage, knowing that they're risking everything to meet up, that's what gets her off. And that's what fulfills all of her needs. Yeesh. Uh, I don't know if you can readily find her on the internet, Amy. So, hey, guys, if you're single, all you need to do is spend like 60 bucks on a fake wedding yeah. ring, and guess what? You can get it's exhilarating just, yeah, sex. Just say stuff like, I hope my wife doesn't find out. She'll take everything. Yeah, they turn around and say, wah, fuck you, I was kidding. Uh, Amy Cups, K-U-P-P-S. That's, uh, that's where you can find her online. So there you go. There's your worst person on the planet. Great way to wrap up every podcast every week here. Uh, here's your freaking podcast with the Jason Lee and Cluck Show. Again, you can stay caught up. You can get caught up every single episode. Please help us get to a million downloads. That'd be cool if we could do it sooner yeah. than later. Yeah, that plaque you get to put on the wall from the internet is pretty fucking dope. We also have all the social media links there as well. So you can stay up to date. All things JL and K, which includes the links to the terrestrial radio show that you can listen to every weekday between 6A and 10A Eastern Time. On that note, cue the music. we got to go, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Podcasts by Federated Media.